yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if you hear those funky, funky, funky tunes, you know you're in store for some more dope-ass comedy. And if you can, you know, if you're listening to this and you hear some little horse in my voice, I am indeed under the weather. I am on so many over-the-counter drugs right now, <laughs> anywhere from emergency to vitamin C to daytime tablets to nighttime tablets not not sponsored by any of these but i yeah i i do sound bad but bear with me i'm gonna do my best here i wasn't gonna do it today but then i was like man all i'm doing is just sitting in a chair and talking (laughs) that's the least i can do 90 percent of life is just showing up tyler exactly and today we have two very very special guests we're gonna get to the first guest right here his name is Randy Edwards. Hi, Tyler. How you doing? I'm. I've been better. I've been better. I appreciate you coming down today. Of course, I heard the intro, and uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm proud of you for, for toughing it out and not bailing on us. Yeah, you know, I saw that the weather outside was like 32 degrees, and I not, was like, wait, whoa, heat wave. Not quite so frightful. No, just, just so delightful. Mildly. Mildly. Randy, uh, what is it like? You explained to me your profession earlier. What was I? I need a refresher on what. Tell the people actually what you do. Well, last year my dad caught me in on this plumbing business, so I just been riding around in my own truck and helped my old man out with the family business. Yeah, that's awesome. You yeah. like get on, go on like adventures, like with the truck. You like. Adventures is one way to put it. Another way I'd put it is uh, snaking out sewers and just getting my hands dirty, but in in a fun way, not in a uh, an anal gapage kind of way. <laughs> just, just you know, just is that what kind of podcast this is? It's going right for the butt jokes immediately. I mean, that's. Yeah, I'm a little nervous. So yeah, the first thing I'm gonna do is get all your butt jokes out right immediately. Now. Yeah, okay. that's it. I'm done. It done. Okay. Well, moving. I mean, a little, little plumbing humor for you. <laughs> what is the like weirdest thing you've ever found at like? Well, I haven't. I didn't coin this phrase, but uh, we call them sewer rats. Yeah. And they're not actual rats, but what happens is. Women flush their tam tampons down in in the toilet, and <laughs> is they, that an official they, word? Tampons. <laughs> they the tampons. They they flush them, and they gradually expand. You know, the older you know, they're just like sewer rats. The older they are, the bigger they get, and they just wreak havoc on your drainage system. Oh my god! <laughs> just like uh, one time. Uh, I was staying at a friend's house and they ran out of TP and I had to flush some toilet, some uh, paper towel down the the toilet. New, yeah, absolutely new. Yeah, kind of wreaks havoc. It's everybody's worst nightmare. That's why I get paid. That's how I feed my family. Is you flushing the wrong things down the john? You just you get paid off of people being dumb with their toilets, and that's that's. Hey awesome. man, your shit is my bread and butter. Yeah, <laughs> just got a real bad visual of that. <laughs> that's. That's what my dad's been telling me since I was five years just, old. Just kind of like, you know when you spread apple butter on bread? <laughs> it's real. That's what it looks like. Same consistency, yes. Yeah, right, for sure. 
How long how long has your dad been in this business that handed down generation to generation and uh, no. My dad was you know, for him and his brother actually had competing plumbing businesses in the Pittsburgh area. Oh, damn. My uncle took the North Hills, my dad took the South Hills. They were for you know, that our my grandpappy ran poker machines or something. But he not for him. Yeah. Not well he I don't know where my pap or my dad and my uncle got their their lust for using pipe wrenches and <laughs> and working with pipe on a daily basis. But now it's it's been passed down to me and my brother. My brother and I are both helping my dad out in the South Hills. So if you see us, you know, uh in the area, you'll see, you know, big white trucks, big red letters. Edward and now Sons Plumbing. Sons, man. And Sons. We got and on that we got on the bill. We are official. It's good to know that like that's actually a thing and some people just like I always thought like is these people really working with their sons or are they just putting <laughs> just and Sons a marketing ploy. Yeah, Ooh. just to look like like it's a family business so you give them the money. But meanwhile, they have 800 employees and there's you know. <laughs> yeah, their son might have worked for them at one point, but like they're just getting by. Now he's over at Google. That's just the cynic, the cynic in me, just always just seeing the glass. That's how you have to MP. think in these times. Yeah. How are they trying to get one over on me? Yeah, like, um, who's getting over on me? Like, I'm in sales now, and it's just, like, not ideal for someone who's I'm like, man, these people don't want to buy this shit. Who are you trying to sell to? Just people. people. Yeah, what, what are you selling other than yourself? Um, uh, my what are you peddling? Good conversational skills on the phone. They get a they get that now. You know that's when any type of salesman that's what they're doing. They're selling themselves. Funny story today on the phone. This woman's like, uh, she's a f- uh, Tennessee woman. She goes, oh no, Alabama. She's like, uh, Dale's Auto. How can I help you? I'm like, <laughs> hi, is Mark there? And she's like. Uh, hold on, and her, the phone is still kind of by her, so it kind of sounds like, "Hey, it's for you. It's a man." Ooh. Yeah, I was like, "Why did you say it like that?" It's a man. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. I thought it was funny. Yeah. You you ever you ever you like telemarketers? <laughs> Me personally, no. I any number I ever see on my phone that i don't recognize i don't answer because yeah. it's never a nice thing don't it's never a nice thing don't uh don't answer the phone if i call you <laughs> i'd be like you, you need help with your workers comp insurance don't don't take a call from me you trying to rip people off i don't rip people off by you personally but n- no the p- company that's paying you are they ripping people off i i don't think so i doubt it it seems like a pretty honest biz, but I had I had my I was skeptical at first. Well, that's just because. Of course, your natural tendency yeah. to be, you know, just doubting. I'm a natural doubter. That's how our ancestors got by. That's why we're here today. Yeah, is because our forefathers were doubters. They were skeptical of things. They didn't just accept them, accept the things the way they were. Christopher Columbus was like, "Nah, <laughs> world's round. I'll go over there." Count me in. I, 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 here I don't we know are. if it's round. I, I don't know. Yeah. We'll find out. If I fall into space, then I fall into space. And just walk right off the just edge of the earth. Just walk right off the edge of the earth. And then you'd be that dude who walked off the edge of the earth. I don't see why that would be a bad thing. Would you trade your life for some sort of 
immortality of of you know that notoriety of that's the guy who fell off the edge of the earth. I Tyler wanna, Kendrick. Tyler Ray Kendrick, the dude who fell off the face of the earth. But you know, people knew you. Yeah. There was at least one statue and one bridge or building named after you. I'm fine with that. You would trade? Yeah. Tomorrow? Mm-hmm. The dude who fell into space. <laughs> well, I mean, it doesn't have to be, you know, like, it could be something for a little bit better. Yeah, you know? I guess so. Like, uh, Tyler Memorial, uh, you know, Street. Like, they renamed Butler Street, after, you know, just Tyler Ray Kendrick Street after you went in and saved people from a building. Can you imagine that, Randy? Died. But Ra- then they named the street <laughs> after you. you. You saved 30 people, but. Could, could you imagine that, Randy, if, like, they renamed Butler Street, Tyler Ray Kendrick Street, and then I started in this. This theater right here on <laughs> Butler Street. I mean, are we making predictions? What year is this going to happen in? I mean, I think twenty sixty three. I mean, you could be an old man when this happens, and then you just you're an older guy, and but now you now you have the your name in white letters on a blue sign. Right. Let's let's uh, switch gears and include uh, our next guest, Sandra Goodman. Hello. Hey. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me here. Yeah, thank you for you're out of breath. Are you out of why are you out of breath? No, it's it's just kind of how it is sometimes, you know. Uh I've got a I've got an emu farm. Oh. So it's you know, it's a constant constant chasing of of emus and when you got all those emus, you know, you just sometimes you start running out of breath at w- weird times. Those those guys are fast. Yes. They're like the uh, long distant relative of like velociraptors. Yes, that's exactly what they are. And, and you know, people don't realize how fast they are until they really see them in action. I don't let the nieces come over there anymore because one time I left little Bernice outside by herself. Oh, no. Yeah, me and her mom were inside drinking, you know, drinking the Chardonnay. And I say, you know, I I look out the window and and Bernice is like trying to ride on this emu. Oh, no. Yeah, her mom, you know, I think she rescinded the, the godmother offer after that. Oh my gosh! Emu she, incident. Now, now you're just a, a family member. Yeah, I mean she's still my sister. You know you can't take that away from somebody. Like you can't take away their genetics, but you you can take away their ability to take care of their children if they die. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's a is it a lucrative business owning? It depends on the season, you know, because in seasons where there's lots of people coming then then yeah i mean we got a lot of things you can come and do at the emu farm uh you can um pick up eggs you can carry Ooh. the eggs around what, um, ki- what kind of omelet does a emu egg make oh the best oh my god just yeah like, how many eggs how many regular chicken eggs fit into an emu egg at least 16 jesus yeah i mean you have to buy like two dozen you know, egg cartons. It, some some hillbilly down the street selling you some eggs. Like, oh, it's organic. You know, no cage free farming shit. You're gonna buy that, or you can pop by my you know vicinity and pick yourself up one emu egg, feed your whole friggin' family for a week. I don't even know why those people down the street have a job. You know what I'm talking about? That's why I'm out of breath. That's the whole the whole. 
just just a crazy emu world you live in. Yeah, uh, yeah. Randy, you ever like been to an emu farm? I have seen an emu before in person, but like at a zoo. It makes a great place to take a date. Yeah. She's all excited to pet, uh, you know, furry creatures. I'm excited to, you know, figure out where their septic tank is just to see. I know I can spot it. I know where it's at. That's that's fun for me. Like, hey, and I, I pointed out, obviously. Yeah, you're like, hey, I know what to do with that over there. I know what that's about. I know what they're up to. They're not fooling anything from me. Yeah. I know I know there's a layer of rock on top of it and sand. We weren't trying to hide it. <laughs> we weren't trying to hide the the tank. It's a polite thing to do. I mean, what to hide the tank? Yes, ma'am. Well, you know, we just thought keep it out in the open, let it be known. Well, it's not out in the open. It's it's, it's underground. Yeah, but you can still see that cement block, you know. You know where it is. And also, because my husband spray-painted the word septic tank over top of the, you know, the gravel or whatnot, cement. So, it is pretty clear where the tank is. I don't mean to be rude, Mrs. Goodman, but uh, if, if your husband laid a pad of concrete over top of the septic tank, that, that's going to make for a mighty interesting, uh, you know, taking it out and replacing it. Well, guess what, Randy? When you're on the emu, emu farm, every day is interesting. So, guess what? It don't matter what kind of septic nonsense you coming up in here talking because every day is a new day when you got 16-plus emus outside your window watching you sleep. <laughs> you ain't... You know, you deal with your septic stuff. You ain't n- not know nothing about. You open that. up your you open up your window and you just see sixteen emus looking at you like a group fo- group Muppets photo. <laughs> yeah, this you know they take sleeping very seriously, including the sleeping of other people that like to watch other people sleep. Who are you um, watching sleeping? The emus are watching me sleep. Are they on a different sleep cycle than you? Are they sleep. Well, you know, yeah, those emus just pass out. Like, they're mid-run. Like, we were talking about velociraptors earlier. They're, like, mid-velociraptor run, and they just, like, just keel over. It's like a ton of bricks. We lost one for three days once. Went into the woods looking for it. We started doing the emu call. It's more like... I'm not even going to try it. My voice sucks right now. I hope that's not the call used to find septic tanks because it sure ain't the, the emu call. You're going to end up with something all crazy wild if you make that call. It ain't going to be an emu. It might be a, like, a, like a boar cat. Where are emus even indigenous to? My house. <laughs> that's where they were born. Yeah, damn that's, it, that's where they're going to die. That's where my emus were born. I don't know where that shipped themselves over from. I think something prehistoric. I, they've been living on my property for as long as I can remember, so they damn well might have started there, and damn well they're going to end there. What do you? How do you decide when you kill them? Did you just ask me when I decide to kill my emus? Yes. 
I do not decide to kill the emus. The emus decide for themselves they when themselves. it is time they to kill die. They, yes. They drop like a ton of bricks. They drop like a ton of bricks. Then they don't get up from their, their, their sleep. See, this man knows his emus. I've You've been doing some emu research, I see. That's I good. I did. When I ran in right when I ran into you outside that post office deciding whether or not I should have you on my show when you're just like screaming at people about emus, I was like Let's get her on my show. And then on the way home from there, I like uh, started looking up emus. I, I saw that emus uh, have feathers. You know, it's part of my research. You know, when you saw me yelling at people, you know what that's called, Mr. Tyler? That is guerrilla marketing at its finest. That is guerrilla marketing. What do you do? Shave these emus or you milk them? You slaughter them for meat and eggs? They they do all sorts of things. Picture a velo- you know that scene in Jurassic Park, the first one where those kids are hiding in that kitchen, and you hear like the the raptor knocking at the door with its talon, and then you're like, "Whoa, my God! It can open the door." It's like that. <laughs> That's the level of intelligence that we're dealing That's, with here. There's the smartest yes. animal. One time. I come home, comes home after Christmas. We we'll go all out to my grandma's house. We all have a Christmas, you know. We get home, all six of us walk in the door. Guess what? Door's already open. Oh my God. Yeah, I thought maybe someone broke in, but then we thought about it again. Go in the bedroom. Five emus all snuggled up on the bed. Guess Jesus. what? How big is your bed? We let it's big. It sounds like a six emu. We have two king size beds in the were, bedroom. Were they sleeping? Did they drop like a ton of bricks on there? In the well, bed? yeah, they were cuddled up there, real sleeping. They know, you know, emus know stuff that the rest of us don't know. Two king size beds. You and the Mister don't uh, sleep together. No, he has a condition. What <laughs> condition? <laughs> yeah, it's called sleep thrashing. It's where he just throws his arms and legs around and he could potentially really injure someone. One time when we first got married, I remember waking up. I got blood running down my face. He's done literally smashed my nose. How do you explain that one to the town? Well, everyone knows he's a sleep thrasher, you know. I mean he's that's 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 what he that's what it knows. is. Yeah. Wait, you got people with the emu tell him that? I mean like they're watching you sleep. John Goodman. Yeah, town I mean, sleep thrasher. Yeah, everyone and, uh, knows it's sleep thrasher. I mean, you know that ain't no thing. You know that's not something we keep from people. That's that's just how it is. You're a very open person about your your family. Well, when you live in a small town, you know, and you're only people with sixteen emus, you know, you gotta you gotta be open about your stuff. People are gonna find things out. Where are you from? Oh, I'm from really all over, but yeah, currently but- I reside in Tennessee. Ooh. Yeah. It's a good part of town. And yep. it ain't Nashville neither, because everybody, oh. no one wants to talk about Nashville and, you know, getting up down there on the microphone and, and singing and, and all that kind of jazz. I don't want any part of that. I want the real Tennessee, the kind of Tennessee where, where people, you know, raise animals. That's, that's my Tennessee. <laughs> Randy, you ever been to Tennessee? No. I haven't really been outside of the 
about 30 miles outside of Pittsburgh. I've been to Washington, Pennsylvania once. I usually stick pretty close by. Yeah, you don't like to travel any, anywhere. No, nah, I've, I've been to Lancaster. Ooh. Yeah. Damn. That's what, you know, me and the missus, uh, yeah, went and checked out Gettysburg on the way. Ooh. Yeah, Did you see any ghosts? Yeah, it was our honeymoon. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, my wife, she gets, she gets spooked real easy. She just, we're, we're staying in our, in the hotel where John Wilkes Booth shot Abraham Lincoln. Oh, wait, wait. That yes, was it just, it makes sense. That was in Gettysburg? In our America, yes, that was in Gettysburg. You guys ever been haunted by an emu? <laughs> no, I'm guessing you have. Do you have dreams about work? I have dreams about work. I don't need to dream. I live it. It ain't you, a dream you when you, you live it. You dream about emu. No, I said, you ever been haunted by an emu? No, no unfortunately not. That was my question. It wasn't about dreaming about being haunted by an emu. I, no, please elaborate. Okay, so about 10 years ago, there was this one emu. We called him Harold. And uh, Harold liked to spend a lot of time on, on the couch. And it was one of those, like, <laughs> one of those, like, corner couches. You know what I mean? Oh, sectional. Yeah. A wrap yeah. around. Wrap around. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we just called it a corner couch. So, anyway, like, he used to hang out on that corner couch. And when he died, you know, now no one can sit on that side of the couch. It's like, cor- it's like uh, spaced off. Yeah. Caution tape around it. Well, it's not literally caution tape. It's just that nobody can sit there. It's like a chalk outline. <laughs> I like to imagine a, a memorial there with with a bit of fur, you know, shaved off of his last pelt. Oh, you think this is some kind of joke, Randy? I'm just ima- I'm just telling you what I'm imagining, and maybe a uh, sounds like a pipe dream. You get it. You get my joke, Randy. Does that make you laugh? She got you with Does that a make you laugh? I'm not your enemy here, Mrs. Goodman. I'm just, I just want to know more about your emu memorial on I your just, corner, on your sectional, the corner section of your. You just gotta be careful because you can't say much about Harold. You next thing, do you have? Let me ask you a question, Randy. Have you seen Harold? Do you have a no? Do you have a a cross sectional couch? No, we have one love seat for me and my loved one. And that's where we sit all all the time. You better watch your back because you don't know Harold might come over your house. Why would he come? Why would he trot all the way up to South Hills, he, Pittsburgh from Tennessee? Well, you know, they're like velociraptors. They are smart creatures. And if he is ghost, hears you speaking Nate about him, he going to get... You know, he's going to figure out where you are. He's going to get in the back of your car. He's going to ride all the way back up there. And he's going to be sitting on your love seat. Ghost of an emu. You go to get in like an airplane and then it's one just sitting there like a like the scene from Jurassic Park. It's like, Alan, Alan. You guys know that part? The first Jurassic Park? No. It the Unless it refers to the part with the velociraptors in the kitchen. I don't know. 
Yeah, we're pretty much only uh, Jurassic Park 1 and ignore everything else after that. Are you referencing Chris Pratt Jurassic Park? Uh, no, that one sucks. I don't Doesn't count that one. Yeah. It yeah. was very predictable. You know, there's, you know, I give Bryce Dallas Howard so much credit. She's such a good actress, but I just don't see how you can run away from a giant T-Rex and pumps. Is that what she did? Yeah, she ran, uh, she outran a T-Rex and pumps. How fast do you think you'd have to run? Ballpark. Like 40 miles per hour. Yeah, I can't do that. No. That's that's over. That's, I mean, that's just speed. Yeah, yeah, 60 miles an hour. She's probably, be, you know, she's probably a really graceful woman. But but 40 miles an hour outrunning the big big paws of the T-Rex. I probably couldn't walk from this room to the next room in a pair of pumps. Let alone outrun an emu or a velociraptor or a T-Rex. Are you willing to try it? I will try it, and we'll post the video on to attach it to this episode. Good. Tyler Kendricks in pumps. <laughs> the whole world wants to see that, I'm sure. <laughs> That's a skill. They don't give them, them models credit enough. I mean, they ha- they have to walk and keep the same look on their face. I get it. It's a skill. Yeah. I can't do it. I look like an idiot when I walk. Same. I look pissed or i'm like i could be happy as hell but i look pissed i'm all bow-legged and, and i gotta itch my nose sometimes my knee gives out you randomly know? right yeah that's stupid how does that happen and you start making noises and you know make a hook noise and people look at you all weird yeah my knee gave you out. know when you been on a tractor for more than seven hours and you get off and your and you your legs give out and you fall to the ground like you got no legs and then you get like trampled on by emu. Yeah, you know about that. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't stop talking about it on yeah. the way here. How many acres you got? We got thirty acres. That's a lot. That's a lot of room for those sixteen. Yeah, emus that's why I was roam. saying we lost that one. <laughs> we lost Mimi that day, and we're like, Mimi. Oh, poor Mimi. Mimi. You know, and doing the, you're going to end up with some sort of lion cat coming after you with that call. That that ain't an O-Emu call. You're going to get like a ghost septic tank to appear at your house. Yeah. I dream about them. They haunt me. Every, every night. Just I've, spilling over onto your bed. No, man. Speaking of which, you might want to come over and check our septic tank. I'm not driving 11 hours down. Wait, you've timed that already? <laughs> I Google Maps it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was hoping I'd get an email tasting, you know, invite. Can you? An, an email tasting? Yes. This ain't no wine place. This ain't no fancy vineyard. I was hoping to walk up into your kitchen and be served a plate of emu, whatever part you eat. We eat the eggs, and then after the emu has sacrificed itself, we eat the rest of it. Wings. And then the feathers I turn into purses. Wings? E- emu wings? Are there emu wings? Well, if you all pay attention to the velociraptors, you would know their wings do not really function as wings. So, no. Mm. So they the- function in a fryer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's very uh, very thin. You ain't gonna get very much this is from it. Bad meat. 
Is there bad meat inside them wings? It depends on the uh, mojo that the emu had. Did the emu have a nice mojo disposition? A nice life? Was the emu an evil son of a bitch? That really changes, you know, how the emu's going to taste. So are you saying the happiness in the disposition of the emu directly affects the taste of the have you, ever, emu? have you ever heard that saying, cold hands, warm heart? No. you never heard cold hands, warm heart? I have not, no. What? Cold hands, warm heart? That means like... Yeah, like people say that when they're cold, their hands are cold, they'll say, oh, hey, your hands are cold, Billy. And Billy say, oh, yeah, well, cold hands, warm heart is supposed to be... Y'all need to travel to the south. I do. I, I I I call there all the goddamn time. I need to. But anyway, out. it's kind of like that, where it's like warm heart emu, warm meat. I like my, okay. my dad always says, if if you're not making mistakes, you ain't plumbing. That's, That's right. something I can get behind. That how does that impact emu meat? It doesn't. It's just something my daddy said. I'm just trying to take what you're saying and put it into context with the emu meat. And I, I got to tell you, Randy, I'm struggling. It, it don't. How but do you, what it, this, the saying, uh, uh, big feet, big. How does that? Socks. Socks. How does that correlate to emu meat? Well, uh, if emu's got big feet, you know, then they probably got more meat on them bones. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah, yeah but I, I don't think you want to eat emu feet. I mean, it's not it's not. Well, then you feet. ain't never had emu feet, have you? It's a delicacy. Haven't you ever been, if you go to like Paris or wherever, you know, you go to like France or like Germany or like one of those other like. No, I told you I haven't. Third been world countries. Nope. Never. Nope. I don't not even quite sure they exist. Then R- Randy's never what's the most exotic thing you've eaten, Randy? I ate an ostrich burger once. Whoa. At, at one of those restaurants down the waterfront that specialize in burgers. An ostrich is like an emu's bastard cousin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but which one's the bastard? The ostrich. ostrich. Yeah. Ostriches are, are. I rode one before. Get out. Super fun. I was like a little brown boy, just like <laughs> riding, <laughs> riding an ostrich at a zoo one time. It was pretty cool. And then like I got off, and it must have been sad because it stuck its head in the in the ground. Oh, is it a children only thing? Or? Yeah, it was. It was at the Buffalo Zoo. You can only be six, you know, sixty five pounds and under. You could only be a sixty five and under, and also a little brown boy. <laughs> no, I'm sure they gave everyone rides, but. My mom, I was riding all the animals that day. I rode like an elephant, a camel, yeah, uh, a giraffe. Did they have harnesses? Yeah. And and then the giraffe put his neck down and I slid down his neck like Fred Flintstone. All right. I don't believe this. All right. There's I photos. Just me surfboarding you, down that. You sliding down a big old giraffe neck. Yeah. 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 All right. I believe you. 
and I was doing the cowabunga. I was saying cowabunga like uh, the Ninja Turtles. You remember this vividly? It's, it's my fondest memory. I was, ever. yeah, it's my yeah yeah. I wish I had that. If I could have that implanted in my brain, I would do that. That sounds. Yeah. I, I mean, you probably are a well-adjusted adult because of that memory alone. Yeah, if I like you know moved to the jungle, I probably could <laughs> ride any animal. It's just n- native to me. Like a silverback gorilla, just get right on his back. Uh, Black Panther, right on his back. Either you guys ever done an emergency C-section on an emu before? Um, No, I I can't say that I have. What would make you think that we would have? I was just checking. (laughs) Do you need us? Do Do you need help? Yeah, well... I brought uh I brought a couple with me. Oh. They're in the car. Oh. So one's Aww. pregnant. So if you know I gotta get those eggs it out. It starts making noise. Somebody's gonna have to put their hand somewhere they don't wanna put it. Oh boy. I, I just wanna be clear on this. They lay eggs. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta get that egg out. Is it sideways? How many <laughs> eggs that- at a time? One? Five. Five eggs. Is wow. A, I guess it's a bird. Yeah. So, y- yeah, it's a bird. And if you can't get the egg out the normal vaginal way, you got to stick your hand into the bird's. See, I think that's up my alley. <laughs> I I go up and I get things out. Yeah. Yeah, that's his thing. It's, yeah. That's what I get paid to do, man. Me, me I can um, just watch the whole thing and hold a spotlight and, you know be there for moral support for everyone involved and stroke the little emu's head and s- like sing like little Christmas carols because uh, emus love Christmas carols. I researched that. Will you w- want to sing us a song for an emu, please? What would you, if you were to sing, you know, it's the Christmas time, what would you sing to an emu giving birth? What was the song? Um, Just imagine. There's a hee-haw, 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 and they're giving birth. Yeah. And then I got my hands up the hoo-haw, grabbing a sideways egg, turning it right side around. What song are you singing? Um, they, you got those eggs up in you. They're up in your bum. <laughs> Just spitballing. I don't know. I like I prefer the uh twelve days of Christmas, but they're all emu related mm. on the first day of Christmas, Santa brought to me one bowl of emu food on the second <laughs> day of Christmas. Santa brought to me two bowls of emu food. <laughs> On, on the, the third, third day, day of Christmas. Christmas. Guess what he brought? Three bowls of emu food. Really, there's a very small list of things that yeah. emus like. So One you you run out quickly. You gotta start with you gotta start with the same thing and then branch from there. Yeah. Uh, they love food. They love uh children. And they like to watch people sleep. You can't get that for twelve days. No. That's all gotta be food. Right. Sounds like they have limited interest. Yeah, I guess that's true. They are 
young velociraptors. What do you want from them? <laughs> See, that's an honest question. <laughs> I want to know what you want from them. Personally, just sweet emu burger. I want you to raise them right, and I want to, I want you to slaughter them and, and, and you know dress them correctly, because Randy ain't ever had his hands up in no, no, no deer or emu guts, and I, I just, I just eat the meat. Again, we didn't slaughter the emus. They come to us when it is their time to pass to the great egg field beyond. Yeah, but you still take a butcher. You still take a knife and you dress them. It is a it is a small small knife. <laughs> it is one that a surgeon would use. You like? Is there like a ceremony? Yes. No. They have feathers, right? Yes. So, like a chicken, you gotta go up and and take a handful of, and pluck them one at a time. One emu feather at a time. Yeah. Not two at a time. That's no. Like or a handful. Yeah, it could come out wrong, and then it's stuck in the meat. Then, then you, now it's you're eating a part of a feather. Yeah. What is your end game with these emu? It's the circle of life, Randy. Yeah, but I mean, how how are they how are they making money for you? How are they making money? Attraction. How are they not making? Attraction. It's a. It's a. Yeah. Highway attraction. Yeah. Like yeah. You got. You got. It's everything. Something off of Route Thirty Three or whatever. whatever yeah. That's exactly where through. it is. Yeah. Uh. You know, middle of nowhere, Tennessee. It's just hey, come down to Goodman Emu Farm and and have a looky see. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it. That's actually our slogan. How do you know that? Have a looky see. Yeah. You, get, you guys are pretty known. Yeah. That's every southern southern highway stop slogan. I tried to make that our www.havealuckysee.com. Turns out sons of bitches already had like three different sites with it. Dot com, dot net, dot global, dot au, which I can only imagine was like some sort of weird code later found out was Australia. What are they doing? Well, they think they got more emus than us? I don't think so. Dot O-R-G. Yeah, dot O-R-G. I'm looking at all the possibilities right here on my phone right now. Yeah. A lot of porn popping up. <laughs> a lot of porn. Yeah, well, you know, when you like it, what you see, you know, you can see lots of different things. It turns out not all of them about emus, you know, some about porn. Yeah, it's a lot about, like, there's, like, there's butts. A lot of butts. Yeah, there's a lot of butts. Uh, you know, which is a shame because I was just trying to make it family friendly, you know. Yeah, for sure. And I had to go and ruin it just like always. Yeah. Well, if I come down to, uh, you know, Mrs. and Mr. Goodman's emu farm, come have a look you see off Route 30 in the middle of nowhere, Tennessee. I, I'm going to want some emu eggs for breakfast. Is that... Is that something that could happen? Yeah, if you come between February and April, you can definitely get a really big omelet. If you come after April 17th, it gets a little more difficult. It's uh, like but prime season. Yeah, 
prime season begins to end. Let's uh let's all road trip right now to Tennessee. If you don't mind riding with some emus in the car. Can I ride I an emu? Well, yeah, they they tuck her out after about twenty six miles. Okay. You know, it's just kinda like a marathon. Mm-hmm. But you're you ain't gonna get you know real far. You ain't gonna get all, get all the way down to Tennessee on on an emu unless you have a lot of naps. I just want to ride it in the parking lot. Like, yeah, you can do that. Like a few laps in the parking. Yeah, lot. you gotta gain its trust. Yeah, is it like the like one of those critters from uh what's that real Avatar? Yeah. I'll connect my my braid in the back of my head, and then like I'll offer it. And then it'll accept my braid and then let me ride it. And then we fly off into the sunset. Again, y'all fixated on them flying, but they ain't going to do it. Ain't going to do it. I just don't want you to be disappointed, Mr. Tyler. I just want you to go out there and think, I'm getting on this. I'm going to go off into the sky and also going to, you know, go see some things in the sky. And it ain't just, it ain't going to happen that way. So I just want to prepare you for that. You ever dream it would happen? You ever have emu flying dreams? I like to dream that I can fly. But I don't leave the, the Tri-County area. He just flies around the, the 412. No, I don't Four. dream. I sleep with my eyes open in case my sleep-thrashing husband decides to come over and thrash my king-size bed. Or, you know, an emu coming in through the window. You got to be vigilant when you got six kids and 16 emus and a sleep-thrashing husband. Well, that's good. You got a lot of help yeah. around the six kids. Yeah. Put them to work. Mm-hmm. And ain't no free meals around here. You got to earn that plate. Yeah. All yeah. right, ladies and gentlemen, we come to the the uh, end of the uh, program where we, well, this, I guess this is the point of the program where we open up the, the, the plug, uh, the plug pants. I'm still working on what to call the plug i don't want to call it the plug bag that's already a thing plug shirt plug i can't cup. help you phenomenon plug phenomenon it could be that for this session. You, you came up with that i can't take it now well we can do it this time <laughs> yeah and you can make up a new plug every time what about the plug arama yeah sweet yes. i came up with it it's Perfect. mine now sweet put, put a tm next to it trademark you don't have to pay. Just put it there. Yeah, yeah. you just people, put it right there. People will back off. Yeah, we have that slogan. We just put a little C and then a circle around it. And Somebody now it's told me that was the thing. Yeah. Have a looky C. Yeah, don't tell anybody that's what I did. Oh, I won't tell anyone. Your secret okay, is totally safe with me. Good. Uh, you guys have anything you want to plug? Randy, Sandra? I would say follow me on social media, but uh, just just look around. Look in the yellow pages. Edward and Sons, Find or it. you know, see the trucks rolling around, yeah. getting getting shit done. That's that's me. Find them at your nearest septic tank. Septic. I mean, we also do resident, you know, residential, uh, city residential mostly. Oh, yeah. But yeah, that's us. You know what I'm gonna say? <laughs> Come yeah. on down, Tennessee Route 33. Have a look and see. At Goodman, Goodman and Family Emu Farm. Thanks for having us, Tyler. Yeah. Oh, thank you, guys. I appreciate thank it you. so much. All right, folks. If you wanna, if you like this show, then you should listen to more shows. Or if you don't like my show and you want to listen to something better, there's other shows. Like if you're like stumbled upon this on the internet, like 
man, I guess this is a podcast, but what else is there out there? Well, you're not only limited to just this show. There's plenty of more out there, including Garrett Titlebombs. It's nice to see he's working. And Unplanned Unseen with Woody Drennan. And folks, I never shout out the other folks, but there's a lot of funny, funny, super funny people on that show. I need to get on that show at some point. Uh, and go to unplannedcomedy.com to check out what I'm up to. I'm always here doing shows, learning, getting my education on, checking stuff out. And yeah, unplannedcomedy.com. There's so many cool things on there. And if you want to see more from me, then stay tuned and check out more pure awkwardness to come. Bye. Mother Street Recordings, a podcast collective.